welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I am Rachel Shores. I am a travel artist. <laughs> I guess we should, I should add, I will add today that I'm on a healing journey helping other people gain their confidence in their creativity <laughs> while I write my travel book about my, mm-hmm. how I made it to all seven continents before I was 30. And I'm with Laume. Yeah, hi, I'm also an artist. I'm also on a healing journey. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm deconstructing myself, so that will be... <laughs> yeah. Our topic today, and it's it, it makes sense to me. Yes, and, and yes, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm uh, working with um, natural paints and textiles and stories, um, yeah. making an illustrated novel, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am so excited for this episode today. I'm. I'm kind of nervous because I'm like, I'm hoping I can. We can. I can keep my train of thought enough oh, oh, to yeah, help okay. people. <laughs> So yes, this whole deconstructing me, like I've, I've been, fo- I've been following Instagram and hashtag deconstructing and it's all about, you know, deconstructing your religion, but the epiphany that I feel like, I feel like we, did we come to it together or did we share it together? Like, I feel like it was developed. This epiphany came about by talking with mm-hmm. you this past week. Just, oh my goodness. It's like, I am not. This is not who I am. I've just been told that this is who I am. This, and I just believe this is who I am forever. And th- these mm-hmm. thoughts and beliefs and ideas were given to me and I took them on. And it's time to remove those. Yeah, to see what they are. Lies and just assumptions and judgment. And sometimes, most of the time, projections from the people who gave them to you. Some on purpose and some because it was passed on. That's what I realized. It was passed on through the generations. No one ever challenged that. Yeah. Just, you know, it goes on and on and on and on. And we do like like we are told. And it's, last episode was chaos. And we just do it's following the tradition and do it all the same. Over yeah. And yeah. And, and I, I feel like this is really for this. I really feel like this message is for artists because I don't know if this is your experience, but the experience I've had through my whole life is like, art is not the norm. No. Being, <laughs> pursuing an art career is not normal. It's not okay. It's not, this is not the, this is not how you're going to make your living or be safe or successful or, you know, and, and, and like, just give up and be reasonable. Exactly. <laughs> Do as we tell you, and do as we do. Do as we do. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. This is the way. You, this is this is the way. This and there's all. You just check the wanted ads and go put in your resume and do some do some schooling maybe if you want a better job and go into that. And that's the way it should be. And never question anything. No, and yeah, I tell you. And I think in my case, I was. I was told so many lies about myself. So people didn't even have to control me any longer because I did it all myself. Yeah. And I really that's thought the... that me or the projection that I'm selfish. And I don't know why I ever took, why I ever decided to be an artist because I was so afraid of being seen as selfish. Ah. <laughs> it's so weird to me. But I realized this was never me. I have my own selfishness. Yeah. But yeah. it was never that. And deconstructing doesn't mean to destroy our, ourselves, but to get rid of, 
not even get rid of. You don't even have to get rid of it just to see that this is not us and this is a lie and maybe challenge it and, and see, no, this is not me. Then what's given to me? And I don't, I'm not like that. That's something I realized for the first time when I was lying in hospital after my, my coma and I spent so much time with myself. And then I had this thought, oh, I'm not that shitty like everybody told me. I'm not. And I thought, oh, wow, I don't even know that woman. <laughs> well, she is. She's not so bad. <laughs> first time. So, yeah, it was like a door had opened. And then it was inevitable. The change followed ah. afterwards. Yeah. So I, the, I opened the door even more and light poured in. And I started to unbox everything that was there. And now I'm wow. of, of looking through stuff that was, I was told it's, it's just rubbish or trash, but it's not. It's just lying on a heap and it has a sign, rubbish, but it's not. When you look at it, it's, it's precious and it's yeah. fine. And I'm, I'm in the process of rediscovering this. That's my way of deconstructing and reconstructing, yeah, reconstructing myself. Nice. I... Man, you're taking me through a moment. Like right now, I almost started crying because I was like, oh, this is, I'm so excited that you came and had your word. What's that word you're so afraid of being? And I, I was like, I don't have my word because it's like what I, I the, the part of me I'm always, af that I've been so afraid of with being an artist is want, is like, I'm so ashamed of wanting, like, like glory and recognition. Like I really mm. do want people to to admire my work and be impressed. I really want to impress people. I really like. I would like them to like my art. And I was so ashamed of that. That it's like I shouldn't be showing my art because then if somebody likes it, then I'm then I'm just like basking in this praise, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's what, I, what we've been taught. That's exactly yeah, right. It's yeah. so nice to have some art out there and someone loves it. And why yeah. not? I mean, it, it might not be a good idea to just <laughs> yeah. thrive on this <laughs> outside validation, but it's a nice thing. Yeah. But I found my word. I got my word, though. Once I was thinking about it while you were talking about selfishness, it's vanity. I didn't um, want to be vain. I needed to be humble. Oh, I see. That's that's what you've been told. So yeah, I was like, oh my goodness, it's that's the thing I've been trying to not be all this time, which doesn't really work as being an artist. Like your <laughs> art is on display. You're trying to get seen and get promoted and promoting yourself. Like, no wonder why I'm having trouble. <laughs> For me, it, I I think what really hurt me all the time was don't be selfish, don't be greedy. And it was never my selfishness. And I tried to yeah. fix what was never mine because that kind uh -huh. of self-absorption self and selfishness was never mine. And was un I was beyond my ability to fix this or to, and yeah. I think it's yeah. so terrible. That must be so buried deep within. It's such a terrible thing. And, and yeah, when I, when I was, when I was thinking, when you say greedy, um, I was thinking of um, being, um, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, I'm so bad with distractions. <laughs> I see one thing and my train of thought, my mind goes away. Um, I had heard a quote saying that greed looks to, what your your greediness 
is only what somebody else might not be able to offer. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I, you know what? That was, it was like if if you're in, and 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 it was also for needy. Like if you if you want something to feel loved, mm-hmm. and somebody else calls that needy, it's not that you. It's still your need, but okay. maybe they don't have that capacity to give it. And so and it's like you, know you can don't have to don't try to get rid of that need for their benefit, but maybe find somebody else who can meet it. And I maybe like, greed is the same. Start, start with yourself, but don't say I don't have. I I must not be needy because that's what yeah. we are. Maybe it, it's a good way to have a good relationship with yourself and provide yourself with that kind of self care. And that's something that helped yeah. me to be there for myself, to mother myself, and to do stuff and to say, oh, it's it's chaotic. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it's fine. You know, it's it's not very practical, to have a, <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that, and um, well, but I wonder if I wonder if greediness can mech is along the similar lines as that. I was like thrilled, somebody is like, oh, I'm, don't you know? I was, you, that I was greedy as a child, and I think it was a projection. Yeah, and I was a child. I, I had needs. Childs have needs. Yeah, exactly. And that's where this is coming from. And it doesn't mean I'm greedy. What yeah. does it mean to have my have some wishes and some some needs that need to be fulfilled? Yeah. Maybe now as as adults, it's no longer that easy to to get cared for. That's yeah. Unfortunately, not. So we have mostly to do this for ourselves. But as a child, it's perfectly normal because we are helpless. We have yeah. those needs, and they need to be fulfilled. Otherwise, we die. And there's nothing wrong with that. And my idea of being greedy came from when I was a child. Yeah, and I wasn't greedy. I can say that now, in hindsight, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I was. Uh, there was nothing greedy. <laughs> there, I, I lived on scraps, yeah. nothing. So, and that was still too much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's terrible. Ah well, I think it's okay to have this in the past. But what I find very tragic is that. As adults, we still keep those ideas with us that we are greedy and we hold back because of that, because we are so afraid of that we are like the, the they taught us lies. They yeah. were projections. It was it was never me who was greedy or selfish as a child. Maybe I have my own selfishness now for sure, but that's not the point here. <laughs> and just to hold back because of something we never were. That's so sad, isn't it? And I think this whole society builds up on this crap. And we yeah. were told this because everybody goes on and on and on. We call that tradition. Where <laughs> 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 chaos from the last episode comes in. We need more chaos. So really, we need something new like in Iceland. Oh, this is nice. It's old, but just, yeah. We need yeah. a volcano erupting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, will, it also makes me think of, like, it, it's interesting because you, you talk about this and I'm like, I can really see this being triggered in adulthood. When you, like, I think one of the most pain, one of my most painful things about being an artist is, and I'm trying to get over this so it doesn't hurt so bad, but when I've spent umpteen hours, you know, like I've known I've spent hours and hours on a painting and then, and then I factor in my time and I'm like, all right, if I, you know, if I can make $10 an hour from this skill, from this thing, from this thing I've made and created from my mind with the research, you know, this is the fair price. 
And then to be told I'm greedy, trying mm-hmm. asking for ten dollars an hour. And I'm it's just it, the disappointment. <laughs> The what, rejection. <laughs> what I can say when I look at myself that you, this is a lie. It was a lie. It was a lie from the start. You're not greedy for being an artist. <laughs> and yeah. what does it, when you look at it, what does it mean to be greedy? What does it mean? Who defines what's greedy? <laughs> Who yeah. defines that? And why do we, and then someone tells us we are greedy and then we put that somewhere inside of us and then we act upon that and we, I can see that by myself. I, I avoid going out there because I want to be invisible because that means I'm not selfish. But it's crazy, yeah. isn't it? I mean, why? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, isn't it a little more greedy to accept somebody's hard work as, you know, and talent as just and as a free gift because they had, because it's made? <laughs> would, you, would you go, would you go about and tell people they are greedy? I would never do that. I, in my experience, this is always projecting. It's something unwanted in yourself that you think you have. Maybe you don't even, you have two, two choices when you, when you have these kind of issues and these mental things. You can just decide to, yeah, to hate others and to project onto them. I think that was done to me. So as a child, I took all the blame. So then uh. you're, you're rid of the blame. Yeah. You don't hear. You're not on a healing journey. You just get rid of the blame. It's, for a second and you hurt someone else badly you also hurt yourself deep within you can't grow and that's what what we do in this society and you have the choice to not do this but then you have to challenge everything that's been told and i think it's also very difficult to challenge that i've been told i was greedy i've been told i was selfish is it really true and then you have to look within and it's very difficult and we are this is not promoted in this in this society and it's then it's again we are told that we are selfish because this is wellness and but it's not I think it's the least selfish thing you can do to care for myself so I don't go about and hurt people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, blame is blame is, is so comforting mm-hmm. because if you can blame somebody else or if you if, if you can find the right person to blame, then then you're it's kind of like you're relieved of responsibility. But you're not changing it. It's just for a split second and then it's yeah. bad. It's still there and you don't grow. And yeah, and then there's no growth. Then there's no, if you can, oh man, I feel like I'm missing a, I feel like I'm forgetting some Brene Brown quote because I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's talked about blame before. About, you know, if if you can blame somebody else, then you are excused from growing or changing or dealing with it. You know, you could just pass it. You're just kind of passing it along, passing it on. Sense. And this is just pain and fear and hate, and nothing comes out of it. It's just dead. And yeah, yeah that's and growth and healing are messy and they're hurt. They're, they're painful. They're not, yeah. it's not like going to a yoga retreat and then you come back and you're perfect and you make it so <laughs> perfect. It's not, it's messy and it's damn exhausting and it's chaotic and it's difficult. And that's why, why it, yeah. Not so many people like to embark on it. <laughs> yeah, stuff. this is and this is the thing that I ha- I need to hear this over and over that because um, I was I, I've been like studying and learning and working on this this shadow work thing, you know, like bringing in your shame and looking at it and feeling mm-hmm. like feel the feelings, feeling what hurts and feel and even feeling the anger. Um, I can tell you, oh, I can share a fun 
uh, you know, and then letting it pass. I can, this kind of reminds me of a story. We can take a benign story where um, I had something very strange. I will ask my doctor about this next time I see him. (laughs) But I, my, I got, I had like this weird MS scare where I was, uh, my husband cracked my back. I don't think that that's the only thing we can figure out that triggered it. And like 30, I walk downstairs, we're talking and I'm like, huh, my, my tingling in my fingers and my hands is like, it's really increasing. It's really mm-hmm. changing. And I, and I said that, and I had just enough time to like, look at my hands and I lifted them up and to show them. Cause I'm, cause it's a strange, strange phenomenon. And the tingling went to like a thousand all of a sudden and just went straight up my arm. It was like, I never in my life have I had this experience. So I was, I was absolutely terrified. I'm like, just what is happening? And like, luckily my husband is there to calm me down and bring me down. And then it eventually went away, but like my arm spasmed even. And like, mm-hmm. like, but he could move my fingers. It wasn't like I was like, t- it wasn't like a muscular spasm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was absolutely terrifying. And then it, it passed in like, 30 40 seconds and uh, you know may, maybe you know it went really fast and then it wasn't until about 4 a.m in the morning when i was like oh i haven't processed this fear because i was like hadn't gone to bed and mm-hmm. i was like and when i did go to bed finally i was crying and i was like this is this is what they mean by processing your feelings because yeah. <laughs> now there was this thing it happened it was a once in a lifetime you know it was like i had never you know and and Time to process this fear. And and it was a really, really good example to me about like, you know, I don't have to feel ashamed, you know, for being scared, even though there's nothing, the fear, even though, you know, it was just a, resi- a residual thing. I was safe. I was fine. My body was okay. I, you know, I, but my body still needed mm-hmm. to go through. And so I sat there and I did my crying and I, and I. I wasn't, there wasn't even like what ifs to worry about. Mm-hmm. It was just my body was still processing the fear it had gone through. <laughs> and so, it. and that really helped me to look through of like, all right, let's go feel this guilt. Let's go feel this shame. And yeah, so we have to. And then I think healing is not about us coming out of this like perfect people. <laughs> that won't happen. But we will be healthier. We can go out there and show our art and inspire others and have good relationships also also with our audience have communities and talk about this without just focusing on our own issues unresolved issues all the time i think that's 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 enough isn't it i mean yeah (laughs) my my favorite thing about that was oh man there went my thought again (laughs) we should do an episode about adhd and what the signs are (laughs) oh i don't know and then get somebody to edit because I had a great point to add, and it's gone. It's completely gone. I know that. Maybe I have some hints of HDHD myself. I, sometimes I think that it's it's okay. I can't control it most of the time. But sometimes it's just I'm so all over the place. Well, you said you were chaos. I really liked the way you brought in together your your thoughts. I feel like my my way is I I, I just my my brain just skips sometimes, or it opens a thought. And then it closes it and puts it away while I'm 
about to share. Like I can watch, I can almost, it's almost like I can watch a folder just being put away in a file drawer. And like, that's the image I get while I, and then I'm like, what was I wanting to say? And I'm just thinking of a file cabinet and a file and a folder. And I'm like, well, that, that was a thought. (laughs) Me, it's, I I do something and then I have this idea and I go somewhere and then I see something. Oh, I should do that. And suddenly I'm finding myself, I don't know, writing a song because I wanted to make prayer. That's how it works for me. What am I doing here? How did I get here? That was me today. I went from working on a licensing contract to researching for my book cover. (laughs) Exactly. That's how it works. And oh, suddenly you find, oh, I could do that. So the distraction. Yeah. Yeah, I'm even looking at my notes. It's so gone. Oh, one of the things that we had talked about doing was I kind of wanted to use this, you know, as you, um, for how to put yourself out there as an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we always talk about this healing mm-hmm. and what it changes. Mm-hmm. But I think-, um, I think one of the things is like the the more, the thing I'd like to say about it is like the more you get to know yourself and the more you heal from your doubts, the better you'll be able to know and to accept what brings you joy and ease and to follow mm-hmm. that. And I, and you and I were talking about that really specifically for like social media, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, we, we are told these shoulds and the how to's mm-hmm. and we push ourselves into misery and, and trying to promote ourselves in a, as an artist. And then instead you um, end up, you know, you, <laughs> I feel like, when I was pro- when I was working hard promoting myself the way mm-hmm. you're supposed to, it was so it drained. It took all my creativity just Absolutely. to post, and I hated it, and it wasn't you know fun. It reminded me of, of people pleasing. That's how it felt to me, and I wanted to get yeah. away from this. Like there, there's this narcissistic crowd who hates. They hate me all, and I have to soothe them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> I want to have people who like my art. Who, who I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, and, and my thing is like find a place where you can feel s- where you can share yourself as mm-hmm. yourself. Like what what is your easiest way and and just let yourself be there so that people can see you and they are free to make their choice. Absolutely. This is a process though because for me it was a process. I'm yeah. now I'm realizing I want to focus more on my blog. Because I want to have articles and in-depth stuff and longer videos. And that's what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if it works. So if not, I will just do something else. But I know that I hate Instagram. I'm sorry if you follow me there. <laughs> I, think I, I really hate it. I hate everything about posting on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I think this is such a great thing for you to learn and discover mm-hmm. um you know now you can and here's somebody i would recommend you looking up is sidewalk pirate I've, i just remembered her name mm-hmm. she was somebody i followed on instagram all the time and i believe i i really love she really taught me to embrace chaos i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure she's adhd i shouldn't make those assumptions but like her thing is like being a crafter and she just gets these inspirations and she tr- oh you would really like her because mm-hmm. she does all these like natural refound things. Oh, yeah. And she would just take stuff, learn some things, work out the kinks, make a few. And they were just, they were always 
random and adorable. Mm -hmm. Often they were useless. Sometimes there was some cute plushy thing. But it was just like artwork in Mm -hmm. fabric form. And she would just, and then, and then she just changes it. And so you could, she'd sell them, but she'd sell like 10, 12 items. And mm-hmm. then she's onto a new product and mm-hmm. it's always changing. And you just never know what she's, where she's getting her inspiration from or what she's doing. And it was just so much fun to follow her because she would just, every, every post was pretty much different. You know what she's talking about? First she goes into inspiration and then figuring something out or some accident that she made and then you know and she's and and or or found things she's like oh, look at all this like vintage lace I got a hold of what am I going to do with it and all of a sudden everything's lace now you know <laughs> and oh my goodness and she was I just loved her because she and why you'll like her is she got off Instagram and mm-hmm. she's not on Instagram anymore I'm not a blog person so I, I didn't follow her mm-hmm. where she went but if she's kept her name Sidewalk Pirate, mm-hmm. you should be able to find her. And mm-hmm. I hope you I hope we can. Now I'm now I'm inspired to find her. Now, so. <laughs> yeah, because she, she oh, she just and she did her thing. And when she decided mm-hmm. that she wasn't that she was against Instagram, she found her thing. <laughs> she she left it and went to blogging. Yeah, so. maybe we, we stay on this because we have all these voices in our head. You should do that. You should be better. Look at the other p- people. They mad. You should be the same. You know, yeah. all these voices come up. <laughs> and yeah. It is. It takes courage to challenge that, saying, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And this this is the one I really, I'm, I'm, this is going to be my new theme I'm going to be saying all the time now was the the inspiration I got was from, like stop niching don't forget about this niching and niching niching down niching down because it's a crazy word isn't it i mean yeah (laughs) yeah don't do like my favorite thing that somebody heard and and i actually went and re-listened to their thing and it turns out i completely misheard them but this was my interpretation was corporations are the ones who developed niche and you Mm -hmm. know niching down because they were this huge people mm-hmm. a huge group they had one product and they were trying to look personable and they were trying to look relatable and they're mm-hmm. like so what are we representing and then they took all their conglomerates with their board people and they came down to like a few key things mm-hmm. and that was them and now this corporation can go sell this product and and you're mm-hmm. relatable that like you as a person <laughs> and i think this is crazy the, the whole niche thing what what yeah some, it helps me so it might be good to have a bit of focus so people know where 
I love it. Yeah. And yeah. that's been really helpful. And you don't have to focus on your white write stories. I write to why should I just I don't want And for just discovery as well, mm -hmm. you know, because um, you could even have two websites if you have two things that you don't want to put together. You can have seven websites if you can manage. <laughs> I mean, whatever they tell you, you have to find your own way. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I really tried back in the day when I was a massage therapist. I had a real I, re I had a real goal to be a massage therapist and artist and I re and I still feel it mm -hmm. is connected because they are both part of me. Mm -hmm. I don't have the same passion for massage though. So it did I didn't end up dropping that mm -hmm. and legality things with moving to Germany, but that that was going to be that would have been an interesting combination, mm -hmm. but I knew it could work because it it holds within me, you know, like I was the container for it. So therefore I could put, I could put it out there too. Sure. You could do that on one website, talk about both or separate that if you want to, whatever yeah. fits good to you, whatever makes sense to you. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's here, <laughs> Yeah. Here's a little example. One of my things, I was just thinking about this last night and I really want to um, focus on this on my art a little bit is like, I am so into like the healing journey and spirituality. Like my dream for my artwork is to be in therapy office, therapist mm. offices. And like, to me, that's such a perfect way. Like if I could market to therapists and be like, I'm trying to paint art that inspires people, you know, and oh, you I are trying that. to help change people. And it's just like, I don't want to be a therapist. I don't want to be an art therapist right now. I kind of tinker with that idea, but I'd rather just... Be the visual for the other therapist. Oh, I like that. You could give that. A, it's not a niche that would mean to trap everything else, but you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to. You just see that. Yeah, it could just be my, uh, yeah, and yeah, exactly. Instead of being, like, I do art therapy. My my therapy is my art. I do it for mm -hmm. myself. And then I share my lessons with people. Yeah, sure. And that's how I do the connection. And um, yeah, looking at art can be healing. It can be. I mean, it's. Yeah. I just maybe I can share this. I when I was in hospital, I was lying on my back in, in intensive care. They had these photographs, these posters on, on the ceiling, and this man, this frightened me. It was a forest, and I don't know. It was. It looked really like the apocalypse to me. That really frightened me. <laughs> oh, oh God, what's that? <laughs> it brought me nightmares. So I'm all for bringing some some peaceful, great art into. <laughs> Art on the ceiling. Oh, God. I'm going to. 
I'm going to think about that because oh I think that could God. um that was terrible. What kind of what kind of forest was that? After the I don't know what happened there. It really frightened me. So I'm all for this. So great <laughs> in hospitals at doctors' offices. Nice. I love that. Yeah, now you've got me a new inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all right. Well, do we have any last words? Hmm. Yeah, we covered a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deconstruction. I, th I think deconstruction also means to give up social media or marketing ideas that make no sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think it means, yeah, it, it, I think it, yeah, come get back down to your truest self. Somebody was saying that being your authentic self isn't about a creation thing, it's an uncovering. Absolutely, to shed the, all those layers. Yeah. And it's not, and so many things out there add more to the crust, you know, yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. And you have this new idea and this new formula, you put it on your crust and it grows. Yeah. What it's all about is to get rid of the crust. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, we haven't <laughs> asked a uh, Instagram question in a while. Can you yeah, on Instagram. I love Instagram. Did I say that? <laughs> I love Instagram. This is, you know, you know what? Maybe we need to rethink where we have our community because both of us hate <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> and if anyone actually goes to our Instagram account, you're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people having blogs. I, I don't know if I could write it. We could have a blog. I don't know. Does your blog have a for a place where people can leave comments? Yeah, sure. And have a forum and stuff. I think so. And because we could, maybe we could just start sending you to your blog, and then we could send them to some other place, like where we could really yeah. meet. So yeah, go check out Lame's blog. She's doing better at blogging and and consistency yeah, than than I, I am know. with the Instagram. <laughs> Well, we don't do anything on Instagram. It's always it's disappointing, isn't it? <laughs> so, well, yeah, that's a th like, I really don't like, I don't like numbers. I don't like numbers determining value, which is, I, no. I'm sorry to math people, but <laughs> I just want to see people interact and I want to ha have conversations and I want to have, you know, and discussions. I want to discuss what we're talking about and have other opinions. I don't want, to be counting all my likes and my followers. So, yeah. Where can we do that? Yeah, we'll find some other way. Maybe I will write a short blog post where we covered my ideas to this, and then you can leave your comments underneath. Yeah, I really like that. For a start, and then maybe we find some other place. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, then... But you can now you can still go to Instagram, check it out, <laughs> <laughs> and write whatever you like, comment on whatever you like. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, go, yeah, go, leave us a comment on Instagram off on one of our many posts. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, What's yeah, your thoughts? That's what you. I think. Instagram is so shallow, and I want to have a more in-depth. Yeah. Now, yeah. Conversation, um, yeah. About something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we need to rethink this. I've. Th this is funny that we've all talked. We 
you and I have been talking about deconstructing, and now now I'm like, you know, I think we need to rethink how we yeah, where we promote, our, promote ourselves. <laughs> maybe on YouTube, I don't know if that would work. We could give it a try. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always try and error. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. If you're hearing this on YouTube and we've picked it, then leave a comment. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Maybe we'll just upload them there. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Perfect. <laughs> okay. I will talk to you later. I'll see yeah. you next week. Yeah, see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.